Let's talk about maybe where we could look to for some ideas as to how to mitigate this in the future, how to reduce some of the risk in the future. British Columbia has dealt with its fair share of forest fires. They had what is still called a record-breaking fire season in 2017. They dealt with smoke in the air for weeks and weeks and weeks. We are lucky enough to have with us someone who studies things like this, who has looked at ways to deal with forest fires. Please welcome to London Live, Dr. Sarah Dickinson, Dixon Hoyle. Dr. Dixon Hoyle, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Dr. Dixon Hoyle, when it comes to dealing with forest fires, I mean, we look around this country of ours, we've got a lot of forests, and you think, well, you just cross your fingers and hope. Is there more that we could or should be doing? There definitely is more than we could and that we should be doing. You know, we've currently got over 400 active fires burning across the country. Um, almost 5 million hectares of forest and landscape has burned, which to put it in perspective is about 17 times the long-term average. And so we're seeing these trends of larger fires, more intense fires that are harder to suppress. They really are being predicted under climate change. So we need to be addressing risk at multiple scales everywhere from individuals, homeowners and renters, all the way up to the federal level thinking about climate action. Forest fires are not a new problem. We can think back far enough, depending on how far back we can go. And we had Smokey the Bear, and he would point at the screen and he would say, only you can prevent forest fires. And we would think, yeah, okay, I'm on board, Smokey the Bear. I, I will do my best to prevent forest fires. But in, in looking at, at where we are right now, are we seeing things worsening all over the place? Or are we just going through something that now with more news coverage, we maybe notice? Well, it's interesting you bring up Smokey the Bear. That was a very effective kind of marketing campaign and logo. But one of the problems with Smokey the Bear is it painted this picture of all fires being bad fires. And we actually focused excessively on suppression and took fire out of some of these ecosystems, particularly in the West, but not only, that actually rely on fire. And so without fire, you get this buildup of vegetation. And so when we have dry lightning strikes or people recreating in the backcountry and fires start, there's a lot more fuel to burn. Um, so, yeah, we are actually seeing larger fires. There's a lot of research that's shown that the total area burned over recent decades across Canada is actually increasing. So you're right, we've always had fires, but the number of fires, the size of them and where they're burning and obviously the impact on people and communities is definitely increasing. We're talking with Dr. Sarah Dixon-Hoyle from the University of British Columbia, and we're looking at some of the things that Dr. Dixon-Hoyle has been dealing with for some time now. If we look to indigenous communities, could we learn maybe techniques that have been employed in other places in this country for a long, long time that maybe we haven't been paying enough attention to? Definitely. My research has been in partnership with a number of First Nations in interior British Columbia, Sequatin communities, looking not only at their practices of managing fire, whether that's cultural burning, so that intentional application of fire for different objectives, but also the really important role that First Nation communities and other local communities can play when fires start, almost being that first responder when a fire is starting in their traditional territory. A lot of their expertise and 
resources that exist in these um, rural and First Nation communities. And there's definitely more attention now to, you know, could cultural burning be part of the solution? We have to also be really careful with that, though, that non-Indigenous people aren't appropriating those practices or knowledges. But there's definitely a lot that can be learned by listening to people who've been managing fire a lot longer than I have. Dr. Dixon, you mentioned cultural burning. So what would be an example? How would that look? It would look very different depending on the nation, on their ecosystem and and landscape. But again, broadly, and and this is just what I've learned, I'm not someone who can speak to it personally, um, but it might be burning um, a small area in the springtime, for example, when there's still snow up on the tops of the hills, you light a really intentional fire perhaps to um, grow grass for deer or maybe to bring back a particular medicinal plant. It's under controlled conditions. Um, often there's a cultural aspect. It's part of family and community. So there are some similarities to the kind of planned burning that agencies would do, but it is very different. It needs to be owned and led by the nations. Dr. Dixon Hoyle, one last thing. As a country, if you look to governments, are we doing enough? Are we paying enough attention to this? Or is this something that is being put down the list too far right now, in your opinion? Well, when we're in moments like this where there's fires burning across the country, there is a lot of attention, but unfortunately that often dies back down once the smoke clears. So there is a lot more that needs to be done. We've seen increased investment, financial investment directed to communities to do fuels treatments, so reducing hazardous vegetation around communities to support communities in evacuation planning. Um, But we need a lot more investment financial and then also building knowledge and expertise around fire to support local communities. So we have, we're on the right track, but there's a long way I think we need to go. And we keep talking about wake-up calls. It's been 20 years since the 2003 fires in BC. We haven't come far enough in that time. Dr. Sarah Dixon-Hoyle has been our guest. Dr. Dixon-Hoyle, thank you so much for your time today and continued success with your work. Thank you so much. Be fire smart and stay safe, everyone. There we go. Dr. Sarah Dixon-Hoyle.